0: You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 172. Your perfect nursing job is out there. Did you know your nursing dream job is out there? But it's not something you find. It's something you create. And I can show you how. I'm Abby Sanchez, and I'm a life coach for nurses. Using my experience at the bedside, along with my psychology degree, I help nurses build confidence, manage overwhelm, and fall in love or back in love with being a nurse. So come along with me, and I'll help you create the career and life you crave. You ready? Let's go. Hello, my lovelies. Welcome back to the podcast. We're going to talk today about looking for your perfect nursing job. So I know right now, everywhere is hiring. Right? Like restaurants are hiring, gas stations are hiring, grocery stores are hiring, businesses, offices, computer coders are hiring. Like everybody is short staffed and hiring. And that is true for most medical facilities and hospitals, especially. So it's crazy to me and just so interesting to me that even in the market that we have right now, the job market, There are so many people out there who feel like they can't find jobs. There's still this sense of scarcity, like I'm never going to find what I'm looking for. And what got me thinking about this was a nurse recently reached out to me on Instagram and she was saying how what she was looking for in a job, just kind of telling me about it a little bit, what she wanted. And she said, it feels like I'm looking for a unicorn. So shout out to that nurse. I know you listen to the podcast and I'm glad you're here. And I appreciate you bringing that concern to me because so many other nurses are feeling that same way. And so I wanted to talk about it on a broader scale. So I thought that comment was really interesting because even though the job market seems pretty wide open, right? When you look at it from a broader, more general sense, sometimes we still feel like we can't find what we're looking for. That what we're looking for is this rare, elusive unicorn that keeps escaping us. And we're just like, does it even exist? Is it even out there? So if that's how you're feeling about the type of nursing job you're hoping to get, then today I want to help you let go of some of that scarcity. So scarcity is an interesting topic to me. I find it really interesting to notice how we respond to scarcity versus abundance. And I've been thinking about this in a lot of different ways. So I'm preparing to go on a cruise. This is my first like vacation cruise I'll have ever gone on. I went on a study abroad program that was on a cruise ship. So I've kind of had cruise experience as far as just knowing how I respond with seasickness and all of that. But I haven't been on a true vacation cruise. So I'm super excited for it. We're going with a big group of friends, and it's going to be awesome. No kids, (laughs) just hanging out with friends. But as we were preparing for this cruise last night, we were talking about how it's all you can eat, right? Like you can go to different restaurants on the ship, and you can order one appetizer or five appetizers or 10 desserts, you can order as much food as you want at most of the restaurants. And you guys know I'm a food person, right? (laughs) And so is my husband. So this was really awesome news to us. But I was thinking about how interesting it is because in this situation, there's not a lot of scarcity, right? And a lot of times what I talk about with scarcity is that scarcity makes us cling on to things. We get kind of desperate, but the energy I was feeling as I was thinking about having all this food and being able to eat all I want was still kind of this clingy, desperate, like got to get as much as I possibly can during the cruise kind of energy. And this was interesting to me because I was like, but wait a second, it seems like this would be an area of abundance, like there's all this food. You can have as much as you want. But what I realized was that though the food wasn't scarce, the time was scarce, right? Because we're going to be on this cruise for seven days, and that's how much time we have to eat as much as we possibly can. But once those seven days are over and we're back on land and back to our normal lives, then that luxury ends. And so that's where that desperation and clinginess was coming from. It was like, oh my gosh, we only have seven days. And so time was scarce, even though the food wasn't scarce. But sometimes in our lives, it is like the items are scarce. The jobs, the opportunities. And so we have that same kind of desperation or discouragement or frustration with it. And it doesn't serve us. Like, I was recently watching a reality TV show. I can't necessarily say I recommend it, but it was very intriguing. I always think it would be really fun, actually, to coach people on reality TV shows. I like to watch those, like, love reality shows sometimes where they're trying to fall in love and get married and whatever, and they have a bunch of different people they're dating or they're all of a sudden thrown into like a marriage situation or living situation with somebody. And I'm always like, I wish I could coach those people. That would be so much fun, which might be what sparked my idea for relationship revival, because I love coaching on relationships. But as I was watching this reality show, it was kind of an interesting concept. So it's called The One That Got Away, if you've seen it on, I think it was Netflix. But what they do is they have... A group of core people, and for each contestant on the show, they bring back people from their past to see if they were, quote unquote, the one that got away. So they come through this portal, and it could be someone they went to school with, like high school or college. It could be someone they worked with. For some of them, it was people they had never even met before, just people on their social media, on Instagram. But they brought in these different people, and there could be multiple people there at a time for the same person. So maybe they'd have their high school crush and someone they used to work with all, like both there at the same time, and they're dating them. And when they feel like they have a good idea, if the person has potential or not, then they either keep them or they send them back and then a new person comes. So it was really interesting watching this show because again, it had this underlying theme of scarcity because one, they didn't know how many people had offered to come through the portal for them. So if they send someone back, they don't know if there's someone waiting to come. They don't know if there's another potential person. So their opportunities were very limited and they knew nothing about who would be coming. So maybe they're dating someone that they're like, maybe, I'm not quite sure. And they don't know if someone waiting to come is like a 10 in their eyes, like an amazing personality, amazing fit for them, or if it's a three for them as far as compatibility. So there's this element of scarcity where it's like, is something better going to come along? How many people are waiting for me? Am I going to lose my shot? And what happens in those situations where we feel that scarcity is we're afraid to let go of anything because we're worried that a different opportunity, a better opportunity isn't going to come along or we're not going to find what we need when we need it. Okay. So that was kind of a dating example, but this happens in our homes all the time. Do you have things out in your garage That's like random craft supplies or building supplies or little leftover samples of paint or whatever. And we're holding on to it because we're like, I might need this someday. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, right? Like, I think it's good to try to use up the things that we've started using. But if there's this feeling like I might not have it when I need it, like if I get rid of it now then when I do want it, I'm not gonna be able to find that item that I need. All right, then we start to hold on to things and keep things longer than maybe we need to because of that fear. That's what scarcity brings up for most of us is a type of fear, okay? So what does all of this have to do with your job search? Here's the thing. When we feel scarcity around job opportunities, it doesn't serve us. For one, maybe we hold on to something that really we should have let go. Maybe we get offered a job and even though we don't feel very good about it, we feel like it's not what we're hoping for or looking for. It's not the right fit for our life, for our family, for our goals. We take that job anyway Because we worry that something better or the right opportunity won't come along. Or if you're already in a job and you're not enjoying it and it's not really what you want, you might be holding on to that longer than you would if you weren't feeling that fear and scarcity that there wasn't something better for you out there. Okay, so this scarcity causes us to cling on to things that aren't really what we want. They're not really what we need. They're not really what we're hoping for. Another thing that happens when we're feeling scarce is we kind of give up. We get discouraged. So think about that idea that the job you're hoping for and searching for is like a unicorn. How do you feel when you think that? For me, that sounds kind of impossible. It's like trying to catch Bigfoot, right? Like I'm going to go out there, try to find unicorns and Bigfoot that just sounds impossible. Right? We're like, how am I ever going to find that? It doesn't seem like anyone else really has so far. So what happens when we're thinking of it that way is we feel kind of discouraged. Like it's impossible. Like why even bother searching? And so when we have that fear and discouragement and scarcity, then what happens is it totally changes our job search. And you might think it doesn't. You might be like, no, I'm looking at job postings all the time. I'm out there looking for that unicorn. But here's the thing. When you think it's impossible for me to find the job I'm looking for, your brain wants to be right about that more than it wants to find the job. Our brains are crazy and backwards sometimes. (laughs) They do their best. They help us out in a lot of ways, but sometimes they're backwards. They're like, I just want to be right, even if it's taking you away from your goals, even if it's creating discomfort for you, even if it's not creating what you want, I just want to be right. So when you tell your brain, it's impossible to find what I'm looking for in a job, then as you're scrolling those job postings, that's what it's showing you. So if you have these ideas, like I want to work these certain hours, I want this location, I want this specialty, you have these ideas of what you're looking for in a job, then as you're reading job postings, you're like, oh, look at it, it only checks two of those boxes, it doesn't check this box. Or these are the qualifications it's asking for, and I only meet 75% of them. And so your brain is finding all the reasons these jobs couldn't be the one. It's proving to you that that job's a unicorn and you're never going to find it. But if you weren't coming from that scarcity and that fear and that feeling of this is impossible, it's never going to work out, then guess what? Your job search could look totally different. Even with the same job listings. So as you're scrolling through those job listings coming from confidence and determination and excitement and this commitment to make your vision and dream come true, then guess what you're going to do? You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I meet 75% of the qualifications of what they're looking for. I want to talk to them. I want to know how important these other 25% of the qualifications are. I wonder if they're flexible about that. I wonder if maybe I actually do meet more of those. Like I need to talk to them and get more information. So then you start applying to more jobs and you start having conversations with people. Or maybe it's about what the job actually looks like itself. Or it's like, oh, it meets all my boxes. It checks all my boxes except for the hours they want me to work. I'm gonna talk to him about that because it looks like this job is the perfect fit except for that one thing. I bet I could get that one thing shifted a little bit. And so we go into it with this totally different energy. Instead of trying to prove why it's not gonna work, we go into it searching for how we can make it work, how we can make it the right fit. We make requests, we ask for compromises and get more information and as we do that, We're able to create our unicorn job. And we realize it actually isn't that hard to find unicorns, apparently. But we have to let go of that scarcity and that fear and that belief that it's impossible. Because as long as we're holding the belief that it's impossible about anything in your life, whether it's your job, dating, money goals, as long as you're holding the belief that it's impossible, you will make that true. What if we just decided to stop believing it? I wonder what would happen then. I want you to know that it really is those beliefs that causes you to feel scarcity. It's not the number of jobs or the number that meet your description and criteria that you're hoping for. That's not what makes you feel scarce. It's the belief that opportunities are limited that you can't have what you want, that the right thing doesn't even exist or isn't going to come along. It's all those beliefs you're holding that are making you feel scarce. And scarcity doesn't help you get what you want. So we have to be willing to be wrong about it being impossible. We have to be willing to let that go. And as you start to nurture that belief that maybe it is possible... Maybe you can't have that opportunity. Then your brain's going to go to work looking for that and creating that. And you're going to pick up little pieces of evidence along the way that are going to strengthen that belief. I know right now when I tell you that everything you're looking for in a job you could totally have, you might be like, yeah, right. I don't even believe it. But if you just make space to believe it a little bit, like it could be possible, then as you continue on with that energy, you're going to find little pieces of evidence like, oh, these people did say they were willing to accommodate the hours I want to work. But there are still some things I don't like about this job or not what I'm hoping for. I'm going to keep looking, but now I have this evidence that maybe what's put on that job posting isn't set in stone. So you nurture that belief a little bit. Maybe it is possible that I can create what I want and I can find what I want. And we keep doing that until that belief becomes stronger and stronger. And then eventually it is so strong that we don't even recognize the old belief anymore. We're like, remember how silly it was that I used to think I could never have this. And now I'm living it. Pretty awesome. So be willing to let go of those beliefs that are fueling your scarcity And you will surprise yourself. You will blow yourself out of the water with how many opportunities there are for you to create what you're looking for. And speaking of creating what you want in your life, what you truly want, I've had so many friends I've heard say recently that they're tired of settling for a life they don't want. And today we're talking about that in regards to your job. But if you've been catching those summer love episodes of the podcast, those bonus episodes I've been doing for you on Fridays, then I want you to know that that's true for your love life as well, for your relationship. You don't have to settle for, and I don't mean settle, like settle for the person, but settle for the relationship experience. Like if you are having a pretty good relationship, but you feel kind of stagnant, or you feel like there's lots of conflict in your relationships you don't have to just let that be your experience. Just like you don't have to let a mediocre job be your experience or even a pretty good job. You can create the experience you want there and you can make it beautiful, right? Like I teach you guys this all the time. You don't have to switch jobs to make it a better experience for you. You can create a beautiful experience in your job, just like you can do that in your relationship. And so I want you to... Not just settle for the experience you're currently having if it's not what you truly desire, if it doesn't light you up, if you don't feel giddy and connected and joyful, and if you don't feel immense gratitude for your partner and appreciation for yourself, if you're not experiencing what you really want in your relationship, then let's do something about it. So get on the Relationship Revival interest list, and when you do that, you'll become a Relationship Revival VIP, which means I will give you your special invitation to our info party that's going to be happening next week, and you'll get discounts and priority enrollment if you decide to join Relationship Revival, because there's only 20 spots available. So you'll want to be on the VIP interest list so that you have first chance to grab one of those 20 spots. So make sure you go jump on the interest list. You can do that at www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash revival interest. So type the W's first, www.thrivingnurse.com forward slash revival interest. And like I said, don't wait to get on there. Relationship revival doesn't start for a while. It's not till the end of September when we're going to kick it off, but you're not going to want to wait to get on the interest list because the info party is happening next week and you won't want to miss it. Okay. So go jump on there and I will be back on Friday with another summer love episode. So it's going to be fun. I'll talk to you then. Take care.